All right, welcome to another episode, another awkward episode of Convos with Cuddy. Um, I'm joined here by my guest. The word is Mark. The word is Mark. Welcome to the uh, to the show. How you doing? Yeah, so good. Yourself? I'm doing good. I am. Uh, I should be done cooking by now, but it looks like that's not going to happen. So we're going to do a little bit of both. Uh, we're going to keep this short, this edition. But um, Mark and I did have have a uh, bet regarding the uh, winner of the Jazz Thunder game, and uh, it turns out that Thunder pulled it off, one sixteen to uh, one zero eight. Uh, Mark, any uh, any takes from that game that you wanna you wanna discuss? Anything that stood out? Because I, I know you were going for the Jazz. I, I know you saw something in them that, um, that maybe they didn't they pulled up short on. What do you think? I think overall, what the Jazz need to do is reimagine the lineups that they're going to go with. Um, I noticed that um, the matchups between both teams there was a lot of aggression singly between players. So, um, for example, Rubio and Westbrook kind of got at it a bit and uh, Ainge and George were kind of kind of going at each other quite a bit. So I reckon as it goes on, it's going to heat up. But the reason why I say the lineups could probably do with a switch up now and then is because at one point they brought on Burks, I believe, and a couple of, the, a couple of others on the Jazz. And... Burks went off on a couple of threes, and yeah, yeah he uh, he racked up ten points. Um, racked up ten points. Uh, but yeah, those yeah. Well, I feel like I feel like if they if they mixed it up, they could kind of keep that momentum going because it kind of fell flat after that. And obviously, the Thunder were able to really go over the top and take over. Carmelo kind of fell off, which isn't surprising yeah well i I find it funny when uh when carmelo carmelo does score you know gets in the double digits we applaud that and i mean he was brought on to do things like that so it's weird that we applaud that he does uh, a minimum amount of of things on the court you know it's it's just like that bar has been set so low we're proud when he does or at least content with him doing minimal amounts you know on on as far as contribution um, you see, what, that's why I think he would have been good if he would have gone with the Cleveland deal because they wouldn't have expected that much from him anyway and he would have had someone like LeBron to carry him. So I think he would have got away with that kind of thing if he would have gone over there when Wade was there um, because that was something that was being spoke about because of the, the banana boat, boat picture that they had and that group wanting to be on one team at one point. Um but talking about that game overall, I think for the Thunder, Paul George was the one for them. Uh-huh. Even though Westbrook did his thing, I think Paul George is the one that truly stood out in that game. Well, um, I mean, on the Jazz side, Donovan Mitchell, uh, 27 points, 10 rebounds. What what more could you ask from him? I mean, as far as his, his contribution to the game or, or the series overall. See, Donovan Mitchell is kind of a funny one because he's kind of a hybrid player because he kind of reminds me a little bit of Westbrook in a way, but also um, James Harden in the way he kind of goes for the shooting side of things. How he, he kind of, you can kind of see that he's got that aggression about him. He wants to be a kind of Westbrook player and he bases his game off Avery Bradley. 
so for someone that has multiple um, player relations to his character, the way that he plays, it kind of shows that he's kind of a, a hybrid player. So he could be something that we're probably not going to be used to as he as he gets more into it, especially in a league that's all about shooting now. And people are becoming a lot more one-dimensional in what, they, what they're going into. Um, especially when you've got centres that are now pushing out onto the perimeter just to hit the three. Um, it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see how he grows, but the one pet peeve that I've got with Donovan Mitchell is if you look on Instagram and stuff like that, um, Bleacher Report are putting out posts of uh, how the rookies have done, and that's one of Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, and Tatum, and points, rebounds, assists. And like in the comments, you've got Donovan Mitchell should be rookie of the year, and we only see two rookies in this post because they're all going at the fact that Ben Simmons wasn't a rookie from this year, even though it's the first year he's played. Yeah. I think technically that does make him a rookie because it's the first year he's actually played in the league. So the pet peeve with that is the fact that I think Simmons has more about him and does more, has done more over the, the first game in the playoffs than what Donovan Mitchell did um, I mean, scoring-wise, yeah, Donovan Mitchell's got that. But then you could say, like, for arguments, fact, like the fact of the argument, when we spoke about Michael Jordan and LeBron James and who you would say would be the greatest one, if you went off scoring, you could definitely say Michael Jordan. But if you look at all-round game, you look towards LeBron. And I think that's a similar comparison with Donovan Mitchell and Simmons. It's because Simmons does so much on a broad scale and Donovan Mitchell is a pure scorer. I think I think a lot of people are looking at it that way. I mean, aside from the fact that Benny's a, I guess, a, a plus-year rookie. So um, do the Jazz have enough to, to uh, turn the series around? What's what's your overall prediction now that you've uh, – now the game one's in the books? After game one – I'm not so confident about the Jazz stepping up now. I think I think Thunder could have it. I mean, it kind of depends on how Paul George goes. Um, I think overall it's down to him. Adams did his bit. I will say Adams did his bit. And um, who's the who's the Spanish player? Is yeah, it's Albright. What's that? Are you talking about on the Thunder or? Yeah, on the Thunder. Um, are you talking about center, Stephen Adams? No, I think, is it Al Bruins or something like that? Oh, Alex. Yeah, Alex. However, uh, I'm trying to remember how to pronounce Al, Al, Al Brian, Al Brynus. Yeah. yeah. Um, he had uh, 11 points on the court. Yeah. 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 He went Adam, so, what, what, yeah, what are you seeing in him? I think there's an upside. I think if he he could be a role player for that team, I think, over time. I mean, they were kind of saying it was the, the match of the Spaniards with him and Richard Rubio. Even though Rubio kind of got a sore deal from Westbrook, um, there was oh. a couple of players that seemed a bit... Abrines, yeah, okay. I know what you're saying. Yeah, Abrines, okay. I'm with you now. Okay. 
All right. Okay. So, um, not so confident in the Jazz. We got to move on. I know we got short time. Um, Pacers, Cavs. What's your take from that one? Um, I was surprised at the the overall score, how it turned out, because I didn't think the Pacers would get anything from the Cavs, but it shows that maybe the baby Cavs are not ready yet. What was your what was your take? Um, honestly, like I said, I, I, I even believe that the Pacers are going to take another game. Um, I think that this, this will go the seven, uh, still not worried. I, I think the Cavs are going to come out ahead. Um, it, it's just, you know, Kevin Love has to do well. Um, Pacers, honestly, when the Pacers looked like the Warriors, uh, game one, it was weird. It, it was just like the, they were. They had their rhythm. They found the rhythm on the court, and they just worked. The Cavs look a little, little look a little clunky. Do a lot of improv on the court, um, but I, I still think that Pacers will take another game. Uh, I'm still not worried. I think the Cavs will pull out ahead. So it's just that it's just the way it's going to be. I mean, it's not going to be pretty this series by any means. Uh, there's going to be a lot of questions coming out of this series, even with the Cavs winning like they're still going to question do will the Cavs advance uh past the second round so um yeah it's just it's just going to be an ugly series but uh, Cavs Cavs are going to come out ahead I still believe um okay moving on to the Rockets and Timberwolves what what did you uh, make of that the 104-101 final score and uh, uh James Harden just cooking like he usually does a lot better than I am right now by the way <laughs> So what was the, the breakdown on that one? Because that was the – I think that was the latest game, so I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, by the way, uh, breakdown why why sometimes you can't catch the later games, what, what the challenges there and that. So because of the time zone that we're on, so um, if we look – the eastern time zone, I'm five year five. Five years that works. Five hours difference yeah. from Eastern. So if you go off Eastern time, usually the later games that would I would believe would be about eight o'clock, ten o'clock in the states, yeah. they can usually push to one a.m., three a.m., and so on. So they're kind of later, so I have to catch up on them rather than get to see them live. Yeah. So so Mark's like two days ahead of us. He knows what's going on two days ahead. Um, he has all the, the latest news stories, but, uh, James Harden, 44 points. Um, yeah, 44 points is crazy. The second, uh, leading scorer was not Chris Paul. It was, uh, Clint Capella with, uh, Pink, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he racked in 24 points. Um, Chris Paul had uh, 14. So, uh, we, we won't spend too much time on that game. I'll let you catch the highlights, but, um, with Rockets taking the lead one to zero, you think, uh, and the score being 104 to 101, I think the Timberwolves can can at least pull a game out of this one. And they'll do better next year when LeBron James shows up. Yeah, okay. Uh, so for tonight, uh, your predictions, and we're going to close this out with, with predictions for tonight. So Heat and Sixers, what do you believe? How that, How's that going to turn out tonight? 
I think Philly will bring it because it's home grounds again. So I think Sixers have got it. I think now they've seen that they can do it without Joel Embiid. I think it will be a second look at the first, but I reckon Miami will put up more of a fight seeing how they were able to come back like they did in the, the first game. But I, yeah, I'm saying Sixers. Sixers. Okay. Uh, the other game followed that uh, beyond the, we move over to Western Conference. We've got Spurs and Warriors again, game two. What's your call there on that one? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Warriors. Okay. I think similar to, similar to the first one. By the way, um, I'm still calling this the test for pop. People are not going to catch on yet. They're still going to, you know, be able to blame Leonard and whatever. But people are going to catch on next next season, next year. Um, that's going to be my call. But test for Pop, that's what this series is. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Warriors. I don't see anything coming out of the Spurs. Uh, it's going to be a little dangerous for the Heat uh, when we get over there, uh, home court. But uh, still going with the 76ers. I'm hanging on. I'm on. Um, Mark let me on the bandwagon, so I'm with the 76ers. And, uh, the, yeah, yeah, those are the only two games scheduled. Um, it looks like Mark and I are agreeing on, on the victors, so we can uh, we can figure it out where we're going to throw the next show on. Uh, by the way, you can catch up on our previous shows. Mark and I have been bouncing back and forth discussing the NBA playoffs. Uh, anything you want to add at this time, Mark? You got something coming up or uh, anything on the side? Mm, no, not really. The only thing that I will say is I think from game three for the Miami Heat and Philadelphia, which we'll get into as that comes along, I reckon that's where the true test will be because in the regular season, the Sixers won at home and Miami won at home. So I think the real the real look of how the Sixers are going to face the full heat of Miami is going to be back at the back in Miami. Yeah, I'd have to agree. You bring a good point there. Um, Miami and all their glory, all the fans. Um, yeah, I mean, um, they're steamrolling right now, 76ers. We're going to see more of that tonight. But, yeah, when, when we get to Miami, it's going to be a whole new ball game. All right, um, so check out the word is Mark. And, uh, Mark, you, you sure? You got anything else to plug? Uh, Twitter, Instagram. It's all the same username and soon YouTube um, webisodes. You should check out Curtis webisodes to kind of get an idea of what we're talking about. So I'll let you plug that. Yeah, that's 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 in the gaming realm. Um, definitely, if you guys are following either one of us, um, we want to thank you for doing that. But uh, we're going to wrap it up for this one. Um, this has been The Word is Mark and Convos of Cuddy. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll talk to you later.